Hello, everybody, and welcome to How I Met Your Monster, the show where we discuss the introductions to your favorite movie monsters. I'm Zach. And I'm Casey. And today we continue our celebration of David Cronenberg here on How I Met Your Monster with um, a movie that he's probably known he's probably known for. Like that people probably think like scanners, they think, oh yeah, David Cronenberg. Yeah, but I think or, it's like that with most of his movies. Yeah. It's like the fly and yeah. scanners. Yeah. I would I think well, the, I would say video drone, but that's I guess just because I grew up with that movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but we are not alone today, Casey. We have a very special guest, my lovely and beautiful partner, Nina. Welcome, Nina. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. I'm coming at you from my closet. That's right. <laughs> right. Which is also my closet. Yeah. Well, very cool. Kind of. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you have a corner. That's, that's fair. <laughs> I do. You opened it. We came. I met him 15 years ago. I, I was told there was nothing left. Who are you? Explorers in further regions of experience. Demons to some. Angels to others. Call you me, bro. But yeah, today we're going to talk about David Cronenberg's Scanners. Casey, one of your favorite special effects artists was on this movie. Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Who is known for The Fly and yeah. Gremlins and a yeah. lot of other credits. But he was also, uh, he helped make some, I don't know what he did, but he did some. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, um, Oh, what was the word that they used? Special effects. Oh, they used like mini effects or micro. like micro, yeah. micro effects. And oh, Dick Smith was a, a consultant. I saw that. Do you yeah. know who Dick Smith is? I do, but okay. I didn't notice him. He wasn't like on the credits in the opening. Yeah, was he it? was. It said special oh. effects consultant Dick Smith. Oh, okay. I missed that. Okay. Yeah. And he did, he did uh, The Exorcist. What is probably oh. what most people would know him for, but he did a lot of stuff in like the fifties. Okay. I think his career began in the forties. Wow. Actually. Yeah. He's old. No, he's not alive anymore, but yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> I saw he died like when he was 92 or something. Yeah. He died in like, I think 2015, 2014. Okay. They're remaking this movie. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah. So Darren Lynn Bowsman, who made saw two, three and four, I think. Um, and then the newest spiral. He was going to remake it back in 2008, um, but it just fell through. Nothing ever happened. And I don't know where it went from there, but now they're remaking it with the director of White Boy Rick. Do you remember hearing about White Boy Rick? Nope. No? Well, nope. he's directing a he's directing a, a remake of Scanners. Not sure what White Boy Rick is. It was like a movie that like got... Oh. <laughs> that got like a bunch of critical acclaim i think like last year or the year before hmm. sounds like um, a um sounds like a wrestler <laughs> yeah white boy rick yeah but this was actually 
there was a big influence from William Burroughs in this movie. William Burroughs wrote a book called Naked Lunch back in the 50s. And there's a chapter about senders who are telepaths wanting world domination. That's a clear inspiration. And later, David Cronenberg would go on to direct a film version of Naked Lunch. Okay. So I thought that was kind of cool. Cool. Have you ever seen Naked Uh, Lunch? I've never seen it. I have not. But I have the book and it's just crazy. Crazy. Uh, I, it's crazy. I never fin- I've never finished it. I've yeah. may- maybe read like a quarter of it. Um, I should I should uh, get back into it to learn about senders. Yeah. Which scanners is a much cooler name. It is. Yeah, <laughs> much cooler. So before we get into scanners, as always, I'd like to talk about recent horror viewings. Casey, have you watched anything in the last week? Uh, I watched Titan. Oh, yeah. What yep. did you think? I liked it. Um, it was different. That's for sure. Did it get you? I, you say you say you always want movies that make you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and when there was a specific scene, Nina, you watched it with me. <laughs> I thought I said, this is the movie that's going to get her. She can't. There's no way you can sit through this scene and not squirm in your seat. Are you talking about the scene where she's scratching? No. no, he's talking about the uh, chopstick abortion. Oh yeah, yeah. I couldn't make it through that. Um, but no, it didn't. It didn't get me. <laughs> what? No. That is, are you human? Are you a robot? Well, are first you a of all, scanner? First of all, the fact that she was having like in my mind, she was going to give birth to a little like truck transformer. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what, what if what if Lightning McQueen came out? <laughs> um, it didn't. It didn't really. No, it, it didn't get me. But um, it was cool. It was there were like so many different little pieces. Yeah. In it, and then and you know, there's like a, a documentary that I feel like inspired some of the events. I think. Oh okay. It's called The Imposter. Okay. And it's about like a French con artist who convinced this family, I think in Texas, that he was their like son that had been missing for like three or four years and they just went along with it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And they uh, like crazy. Yeah. Well, the thing is, at the end, they they revealed they're like, Yeah, pretty sure my son was murdered, but like I really wanted to think that he was still alive. So mm-hmm. yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Denial will do crazy things. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. It's a, it's a really good documentary. It's wild. Well, yeah. Did so, did they like know it wasn't their son, but they just continued to like um, just act like it for the sake of their like sanity? Or did they believe so much that it was their son that it just like changed right. their wiring and like they literally thought it was their son? I don't know. I'm sure it was like a lot of some some things like I think one of his siblings was like, I knew as soon as this kid, this guy came here that he wasn't my brother. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it just was different for everybody, I think. Man. Yeah. Real crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, he lived with them for like a year and didn't look anything like their son. And I think he was like their son was 16 or would have been 16 or 17 at the time. And I think the guy was like in his 20s, like his late 20s. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
I watched Resident Evil, not the new one, the okay. original. Oh. I have never seen any of those movies. And well, the original was, one's not good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. And I was on HBO Max because I knew Scanners was on there and I was going through and they have all the Resident Evil, that whole series is available oh. on HBO Max. And I watched, I was like sucked in, but it wasn't good. Yeah. But I was still sucked in. And then the next night I watched the second one, Resident Evil Apocalypse, which is even worse. Why? <laughs> so why? <laughs> I don't know. And I'm probably going to watch Resident Evil whatever the one part three is just because like, I feel like I have to now. Yeah. So I think if I remember correctly, those movies have had like a lot of uh, bad juju. What do you mean? Like, stu- bad juju? like stunt people dying. Oh, okay. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I think like two stunt men have died. But for some reason they keep making them. Yeah. And they're not good. They're not even worth it. You know, someone's going to die. You want to make the movie worth it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> but like, I guess that's what I wondered. Like, they they weren't good, and so I was like, "How did they get so many sequels?" I mean, there's a fan base, I guess. Yeah, just yeah. same way. Ernest goes to camp had a million sequels. Hey. Just like somebody <laughs> is into it and is willing to fund those those movies. Yeah, Ernest scared stupid gave my brother nightmares. <laughs> But like in Resident Evil 2, which is called Apocalypse, there is a there's a character in the game called Jill Valentine. And she wears like this little this these little shorts and this little tight top that's like a what do you call it when there's no shoulder? Like a, a tube not top? A, a tube top. And she's got like her holster on this. She looks very much like Laura Croft. And oh yeah. All of a sudden she's just like thrown into this movie. And she's like got this outfit on. It doesn't make any sense for her to have this outfit on other than like just because that's what she wore in the game. And it's just so bizarre. I didn't like it. But like I said, I'll probably watch Resident Evil 3, whichever one that is. Just to be sure, right? Just to be sure. Just to be sure <laughs> that you don't like the franchise. Um, but I know Nina didn't watch anything because she just watches the movies that I watch. Okay. <laughs> Um, so with that being said, do you think it's time to meet our monster? Monsters. uh... Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So with that being said, do you think it's time to meet our monsters? Monsters. Before we start the movie, I want to talk about the poster. How cool is the poster? Is it just the one with Revic on the front of on it? Mm-hmm. When he's yeah, got, yeah. he's like cool. all like veiny in his head, and like it's like his hair like is green like green fire kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I always loved the poster for this movie. I just think it's so cool. And right off the bat, we get Howard Shore's synth score, which yes. reminded me a lot of Dreamscape. No, I it's not. I no, 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 Mm-mm, no. It's nothing like Dreamscape because it was like toned way down, so it was actually enjoyable. It wasn't like jarring synth, but it was very chaotic. No. Yeah. No. no. 
Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't realize this was Howard Shore until I was like, man, I really like the music in this. Let's check this out. Mm-hmm. Howard Shore. Yeah, I guess him and Cronenberg are buddies. Yeah. Yeah, I did a, like all of the movies. I definitely liked it, though. I liked yeah. the, the music. It like it did have that sense stuff, but it, it wasn't kind of like overdone, like how you hear all the time yeah. with the same mm-hmm. sounds and same instruments. Yeah. So that was nice. Yeah, yeah. It. you know, Howard Shore also did the music for my favorite movies, right? Your favorite movies. Oh, Look, shit. Lord of the yeah, Rings. For all Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. Wow. In the that's, Hobbit. I mean, that's good. Well, I think I like the Enya music in Lord of the Rings. Oh. <laughs> and I like. Okay. I do like that one. I think it's called, I think it might just be called The Shire. Yes, that is actually the song that my, uh, my sister-in-law walked down the aisle to wedding okay that's a pretty song that's that's good but before howard shore did lord of the rings he did scanners (laughs) he sure did and uh right off the bat we get our hobo looking protagonist cameron vale walking through a shopping mall stealing people's food i used to do that did you really yes did you look them in the eye and take it off their <laughs> no their tray no. like he did on the first one? So uh, back in high school, we used to frequent Eaton Park, mm-hmm. and uh, my friends would just sit and smoke cigarettes, and uh, we never had any money. And we drank coffee. We were like seventeen years old drinking coffee, <laughs> gross. Um, and they would all smoke cigarettes, and we would take food off of uh, plates that were not taken yet. Oh, wow! And that's okay. why my immune system is so strong. because who knows what the fuck you know those one time we were at eaton park and for for listeners who don't know what eaton park is it's just like a like a diner kind of yeah they have like a bakery i think yeah yeah it's kind of like a denny's um and they have a salad bar and one time we went there and they used to be open like 24 7 and so Mm -hmm. we went there after like a night of drinking and this guy came in who used to be a customer at the video store. Didn't get seated. He just walked right in, went to the salad bar, got a plate, sat down with us at our table, ate it, and then just left. That's a power move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was crazy. Wow. Um, he doesn't look as much like a bum as he should. Yeah, he's right. a very clean bum. Yeah, he's very clean. He just looks like a hipster. Yeah, they wanted you know? to like bum him up, but they only put on like bummy clothes and they didn't do yeah. anything and they, else. He still had like that money piece. In the- <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and I think he steals like a cigarette off someone's table too. Crazy. Um, then he looks at lady like that Karen. We're going to oh, call yeah. her Karen. Karen of course of we the- are of the scanners mall is making fun of him just being a little bitch bitch (laughs) and uh he fucking scans her he sure does because he can't control it yeah it's kind of like the hulk you know he gets angry and he just yeah so he's however old he is how many times do you think he's done that in his life do you remember at the end what they say at the end what what's his name says when they uh, when they're talking about being brothers, yeah, what does he say? Spoiler alert! Well, 
Well, no, I mean, he just says that, like, he was basically cryogenically frozen. Right. He kept you on ice. He kept, like, do you remember anything? No, he kept you on ice until he needed you. Yeah. So who knows beforehand. He meant that, like, literally. Literally. I mean, that's what I, yeah. That's what I understood, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I assume he may have had a better control over it at one point. You know what I mean? When they, when they were using him before, but. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. The first time we see Dr. Paul Ruth, he seems very shady. And yeah. I thought he I thought he was going to be a monster. Well, the fact that he had two guys just uh, took a limp body from this very un, <laughs> unhappening mall, not not shady at all. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then like he wakes up on a strapped bed, like he's strapped yeah. down to a bed. <laughs> yeah, they have things to do, you know? Yeah. They're not trying to trying to waste any time. But when when he brought all those people in, yeah, did anyone else not realize that they weren't actually talking until you see their lips not moving? I mean, I knew, but I have seen the movie. Okay, I didn't realize it was all in his head, and I was like, "Why are these people being so loud when they're like Why walking are they being into so this?" Obnoxious? <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> right. I noticed that their lips weren't moving, but but I don't did know. you notice like when they were like walking in, or was it until they like? panned across and you see them all like with their mouths closed but when they were like filing um, in and and dr gotcha. ruth was like hurry up hurry up people no i, I like I, it didn't occur to me that they that the voice had had started at that point i guess i oh. already figured he could do something with the mind yeah okay. at that point so i was like oh he's just getting feedback or something from yeah telepathy no i know is this the first time you'd seen this mm-hmm. yeah oh, okay so I've seen I've seen several uh, David Cronenberg films in mm-hmm. the last how many years? Two and a half years. Um, <laughs> three. So Thank you very three. much. Yes, but you didn't make me do this at the very beginning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you saved that. <laughs> yeah, you saved that little tidbit, that little nugget of gold um, until you felt comfortable. No, it's okay. No, so I have seen several movies, and this was just another one on the list because now I'm I am to watch all of the David Cronenberg. I I am to watch them all. Yeah, they all they all have a very similar uh, vibe for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm interested to get in. Like we're we're like going through his whole filmography, and Mm -hmm. I'm interested to get to his later ones that aren't body horror they're yeah. just like thrillers yeah um and i've seen eastern promises and a history of oh violence, my god so, eastern promises is so good is it i, I don't remember yeah. them i know i watched oh my them but gosh it's so go good and, i and i love like vigo mortensen oh my god mm-hmm. it's so good and cronenberg is actually making a return to body horror i believe uh with his newest movie <laughs> he's noticed i didn't say apparently um <laughs> With his newest movie that stars Vigo. Mm? Yeah. It's supposed to be Cronenberg okay. returning to his roots. Cool. Yeah, so, I love Vigo Mortensen. So we'll see. Very cool. Oh, and I guess after that scene with all the people filing in, we get the first intro to our monster. To one of our monsters, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess it's multiple. I would say I would say Dr. Paul Ruth is also a monster. Really? Yes. Yeah. He because uh, he was like uh, using him. 
Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. he he did like the thing with the uh, I didn't even write down what that shit is called. Ephemeral. Oh, yeah. He made he ephemeral. The- he gave it mm-hmm. to pregnant women. Mm-hmm. And then realized there was side effects and was like, well, he de- tried it on his wife first and realized like, oh, they're super babies. <laughs> and. Oh, my gosh. Why don't I remember any of this? <laughs> you clearly weren't paying attention. We red flags everywhere. Um, yeah. He, I mean, besides being creepy and abducting a guy, tying him to the bed. Um, so there was actually a drug in like the 50s, I think, that they were giving to pregnant women to help with nausea. Is this and, a true story? Yeah, it's a true story. Okay. And it was leading to all these like birth defects and deformities. Well, um, that's probably where he got the idea. Yeah. Wow. Did he? Okay. Did he say that he gave it to his wife or did you? was that just assumed because of his kids? At the end... It's whole Revic goes through all of it, tells tells his brother, tells Cameron. Yeah. He tells like the entire story of Yeah. <laughs> did you pay attention? Did you guys- no, I, I was did. gonna say you guys We're- watched it together, right? Yeah. We did. I was and- there and I took really good notes and <laughs> <laughs> No, I remember that whole conversation. I remember them saying we were brothers and yeah. this and that. But like, did he literally say that he gave it to his wife? No, but no Daryl t- that's what Daryl told his brother. Daryl said it was given to his mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, their, or their mom, I guess. So their mom got it, who was injected by their dad. Yeah. Then I guess he could grow up and then kept the other one in cryogenics just so they could <laughs> they could raise a uh, an army of these yeah. special people. And there's a part earlier, too, where he's like, right before he gets shot, where he's like his partner he's yeah. rambling about something i don't remember exactly what he says but that's like the lead up to it like that's when you're like oh he's definitely did something yeah yeah like he, the right program and that he just he has a special connection and mm. all of these things um he looks like he's just ramble rambling crazy and you yeah. think maybe he's uh got a few loose screws because he's yeah. kept it together this entire time mm-hmm. um so it kind of you're kind of like what, but he he basically knew that at, at least at one point he he done fucked up a a Ron, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like evil scientist, yeah. So real quick, do you think like if he was literally on ice? I'm thinking like Demolition Man ice, like solid, like frozen solid in an ice cube. Yeah. How do you grow when you're in an ice cube? We didn't. He was like supposed to look because they talk about that kind of too. He's supposed to look a lot younger than what's his name. They were only a year apart. Mm hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but like if he was frozen, how do you gr- like physically grow if you're you, frozen in an think, ice cube? I don't think you do. I don't I don't think you're supposed to. So he froze think, him after no, he was fully grown. He had. To, oh, maybe. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, because he has no memory. Well, I don't know. Maybe he wiped his memory. Like, we could have all sorts of different things. Yeah. But it's Too bad Danny's not like, here. He would text David Cronenberg. <laughs> he would right. text David Cronenberg. <laughs> hey, what did you mean when yeah. Um, yeah. you had him say he was on ice, but his body had to form? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if he froze him when he was a kid, 
He's in an ice cube. There's nowhere to physically grow. Maybe he froze him when he was adult. We have no idea. Well, you're also thinking with solid, solid ice. That's yeah. your problem. <laughs> is you're thinking that it's a physical thing when you could right. just like put it in dry ice sort of thing. It's more like or yeah. some sort of liquid. Austin Powers. <laughs> oh, Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's an yeah. Austin Powers situation, not a Demolition Man situation. Yeah. Dude, I walked into Walmart the other day, and you know how they play music. <laughs> And like you can hear it in the parking lot. They were playing yeah. the Austin Powers. No, theme. they weren't. I <laughs> they swear to God. Bossa Nova, is that it? I don't know what it's called, but I was like, I thought it was like somebody driving through the parking lot with like their window down. But then you thought it was an individual's choice, but it really was a company sponsored idea. And I love this Austin Powers soundtrack. Damn. It was so weird. Oh, man. I'm one of those uh, douchebags that wears my headphones at the store, so I don't ever hear anything. Uh, well, I did that for the first time yesterday. Yeah, I do it all the time. Um, so, so okay, so I guess we meet our second monster next in <laughs> yes. Michael Ironside's character, Daryl Revick. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Looks like he... He won a Jack Nicholson impersonation, but because he was the only person who entered. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he's got that very distinct look. And uh, I guess it is kind of Jack Nicholson-y. Yeah, and they both Um, had like the same crazy eyes at one point. Mm -hmm. For sure. Like Jack Torrance looking. But that's a very, that's the scene that people know of when uh, you say scanners, the the head explosion. Even if if they haven't seen it. I feel like most right. people would know still would see, would know that that part. Yeah, really yeah, you because I don't know any of this stuff. I had no clue what scanners was coming into it. So, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I don't not- know any any scenes or anything. I just he's like I think it has to do something with telepathy. What did you say? Telepathy or mind control or the brains yeah. or something? It was like very yeah. vague. And I was like, yeah. okay, David Cronenberg, something to do with the brain. Great. That gives. Endless opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. when his head exploded, she gasped so loud. I, really did. I didn't see that coming. I thought, yeah. Honestly, I thought that, especially like we're in the first few minutes, like 15 oh, yeah, minutes or something that's, of that's the movie. And I thought maybe he was going to have a seizure or like start having stuff come out of his eyes. I did not. Yeah expect um a whole explosion to occur yeah Mm -hmm. very cool so a couple things my memory must have been screwed up because i thought that was the opening scene of the movie okay and like that was just in my head i was like okay that's the opening scene but it wasn't when we watched it and i was like i don't remember this scene in the mall um but then i read that cronenberg moved that explosion the head explosion scene to later in the movie because he didn't want people coming in late to the theater and missing it oh well people shouldn't be late to the theater if if they're gonna be late they should just turn around so part of me for like a second i was like wait did i see a different version a long time ago where this was the first scene but it couldn't have been because so you you're saying that you started paying attention to the movie late or you came into the guess. theater late. <laughs> no, I watched it. On, I watched it when I was like 
12 or 14 or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it probably didn't catch your attention. Some bum yeah. in, <laughs> didn't catch your well, attention. Yeah. yeah. I remember being like bored when I was yeah. younger. I was like, this movie, okay, whatever. I um, felt that when I was younger too. My brother watched this movie and Videodrome a lot when I was younger. And I was mm-hmm. never like, you know, really paid attention until I was, I was a little bit older, but. Yeah. Um, but um, it's a famous special effect uh, this mm-hmm. head explosion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people know the story, but for those who don't, um, there was, I don't know if it was what the reason was why they couldn't get the head explosion to go off or look the way they wanted or whatever. So basically what they did was cleared the set and they shot it from behind with a 12 gauge shotgun. <laughs> And that's what made that head explode. That was filled with like, I think it was like chicken livers and just gross meats and stuff. Um, (laughs) Gross meats. (laughs) Gross meats. Um, But yeah, they just shot it with a shotgun. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I I, I will get to it later, but the effects in the end too are just so good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I wanted to talk about like the audience. Mm -hmm. So getting scanned the, this audience is getting scanned to a bunch of white people I was like that's just white people shit like <laughs> a lot of like <laughs> late 20s to like late 50s people are just sitting there was like oh yeah I know that well, these people can like kill me so let's just uh it's gonna be a great time let's just sit in here and do this yeah <laughs> I thought it was interesting when they after the head exploded they all they were like ah shocked for like a second but then they all just kind of like well guess we guess we gotta go now like they were all so nonchalant when they were leaving <laughs> yeah i yeah. noticed that too it wasn't like some they were clamoring hysteria. over each other or mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. they just watched the guy's head explode <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're just like uh we better yeah. go home <laughs> and uh it's the same like right after that when they when they get revic and they like tackle him in the um stairwell and they tell mm-hmm. the doctor to give him that ef- the ephemeral the doctor looks so irritated like he rolls his <laughs> eyes he's like oh my god are you fucking serious like this is not what i wanted to do today like what's, what is wrong with you yeah like i don't know it was, oh, it was, it was yeah he just had like this dopey look on his face and he was just mm-hmm. like Ugh. yeah um but uh but then revic controls his mind gets him to stab himself with the syringe Yep. And then uh, Revic is free to go on a little mind control killing spree. Joyride. Little yeah. joyride. Um, Revic wreaks havoc. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Revic, havoc. I thought that was going to sound cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, he kills. Does he kill four people after that? Um, five. Six. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Or it- five people <laughs> after that. I okay. wrote it down. I was like. This guy has some range and control because we don't know who he is because he was able to control the other car. Mm -hmm. That's like he was really far away and he was just like casually laying in the floorboard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let me just kill this guy. Um, Then we kind of get the uh, this this the spiel from from Dr. Paul. Dr. Paul Ruth. That uh, Daryl Revick is trying to basically take over the world with scanners. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And that's the scene yeah. that we're introduced to another monster. 
Braden Keller. Brandon That's Bra- right. Braden Keller. Dr. Yep. Keller. Dr. Keller. Yep. Um, Everyone's so smart in this movie. They all have their doctorates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're all uh, crazy scientists. Um, yeah. <laughs> they started a club and they didn't know it. <laughs> and this is where we find out that there are 236 scanners mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they know of. Yes. Um, how'd they get that number? Uh, okay. I did deduced all of this because I was like, <laughs> don't know how that they are made, but they have a list. Yeah. What? Um, <laughs> that's going to be the number of women that got the injection and babies born. Yeah. And then at the end, remember, oh. remember again, when he's going through the phone line into their computer system too, they have that list of names too. So that's mm-hmm. just what the from the experiments and stuff, yeah. Well, yeah, they have the list, but I guess it's like, where did they get the list? They got it from Consac. Well, I should say, Revic got it from Consac, um, who got it from Doctor Ruth because he's the one who was shooting all the people up with the injection with the ephemeral. Mm-hmm. Man. Also, I don't want to count out the fact that they have one of those things that X Men has. You know, where they put the head thing on and they can find all of the other... Oh, Cerebro? Yeah, Cerebro. That's what it's called. (laughs) I like that idea. But yeah, you know. That's not a bad idea. And then we also, at that same time, we learn about underground scanners who are not of this 236. They Mm -hmm. are a unknown population of scanners who want to just take over the world. scanners? I guess. Oh, they'd have to be. They would, yeah, yeah. They would. They would have to be like something, or like Carol was sharing needles um, oh, yeah. to help to help <laughs> homegirl out with nausea back in the fifties. Yeah, um, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I also wanted to say when they did that, they were playing the the interview with Daryl. Mm-hmm. and how he was doing all of that stuff there was um there there was a shot where like it was straight on footage it looked like it was just video footage then it broke like straight to his face i was like this is a very cinematic <laughs> shot for some uh some medical yeah. footage yeah. <laughs> like, yeah how did they how did they get that angle um yeah it was weird. It's like they did that so that you could see like the hole in his head when he took it off. Right. Yeah. But it was like yeah. it, it took yeah, me out it was of bizarre. it like completely. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh. Um, but how how good is Michael Ironside in that scene? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Like For that sure, was yeah. that stood out to me as just being like, holy shit, he's a good actor. Yeah. He's um, good. but it's, it's it gave me uh, loved ones vibes. Oh yeah. Where he tried mm-hmm. to where yeah. they drilled drilled in the head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought he was going to say something cool, like, I guess I was just hoping since, you know, they're telepathic or whatever, they have like these mind powers that the that he'd put that on there because that's where his third eye was. And oh, yeah. he's like, it's a door. It's, and a door. It's, an eye, it's an eye so they can't get in. I'm like, <laughs> you had so much potential right there to yeah. like sound existentially cool. And you went with <laughs> it's a door. Um, <laughs> so 
but I was just like, okay, man. I was like, it, it got better from there, but Mm -hmm. the -hmm. fact that he just did not, that, that was his explanation. I was like, this needs to be his explanation. I was like, so cool. No. Next, uh, we, what happens uh, next? Well, we see Benjamin Price's, uh, artwork. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Which I want some. In the art gallery. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I like the one that was like, uh, oh, I don't know. I forget what was in the cloud or whatever, but when it like tilted it was like, down, it was like they were all coming out of his head. Yeah, it was, it was just voices. Other minds. Yeah, yeah, it was mm. It was like kind of like that scene where they had the audience mm-hmm. of like they're all funneling in there. So that's oh, kind of yeah. like just visually representing that. Is that where we see Kim Obrist? For the first time? Yes. Yes. She is. like peeks her head out from a doorway or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and at that point of the 236 people of the world that are supposed to be scanners, um, we've already found five of them. This guy, like Daryl is a scanner. Benjamin is a scanner. This lady is clearly a scanner. Um, there was somebody else. Well, Cameron's a scanner, so that's four. Cameron's a scanner. Um, yeah, w- like the the body count on that is getting really high really quickly for yeah. it to <laughs> like be a secret. Like if we keep going at this rate, we'll find two hundred thirty six at no time. Right, but as far as that goes, I thought that was really interesting. I wasn't sure what she was doing, um, mm-hmm. but I was actually. I don't know. I felt like I was watching Dallas almost with <laughs> like supermodel-y, not super, but like 80s model-y hair yeah. and things like that. Like, Very mysterious. It is mysterious. Mm-hmm. We get a glimpse into the workshop of Benjamin Pierce. And I like that actor. I feel like I've seen him somewhere else, but I can't, I couldn't place it, but I like Yeah. Him. He laughs like the Joker. That, yeah, and he like was, when he first meets him, he's like, Hee-hee-hee-hee. yeah, he like cackles, but yeah. not not in a fun way, like in a forced cackle yeah. sort of way. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, he was in Waterworld, and I've never seen Waterworld. Oh, you should see it. Like it was, I know. like the biggest flop ever. But well, it's it's fun. It's a fun movie. I know. I know some um, lines from it because of the Cable Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Dry land is not a myth. <laughs> I've seen it. Um, and he was in Jason X. Oh gosh. Which Cronenberg also had a role in. Oh, did he? So I don't even remember Jason X. I don't think I've seen it since it was in the theaters. Not a big fan of the space horror, you know, when they go to space. Yeah. Yeah. The newest one I just saw was released Amityville in space. What? What? How does that even work? (laughs) How does the house get there? Muppets in space. Like, how Amityville and is it a musical? <laughs> it should be. No, I think it, I mean it's it's clearly a very low budget direct to DVD kind of thing yeah. or direct to streaming, whatever it is now. Have to check it out. Uh, then some hillbillies show up. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they're like, yeah. I guess they're not scanners, but they're working for Revic. Yeah. Or were they? You're a terrible shot. I thought they were scanners. <laughs> I don't think so because uh, Cameron just easily freaking scrambles her brains. So 
Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, it well, would make sense if they were scanners, if they're working for Revic, but but I don't know. Yeah, but it, like Keller's not a scanner, is he? And he works for Revic. That's true. That's true. Hmm. But I don't know, because they weren't dead. Right. He just like stunned or like he was able to like throw them. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know the extent of his powers. It's it's like telekinesis and telepathy and electrical control or like bioelectrical yeah. yeah. control. Like, wow. All kinds like, of shit. What what's the extent of this? Like Yeah. Well, how did he get to be I mean, I guess he had those powers because he's like one of the most powerful scanners along yeah. with his brother. Mm-hmm. Well, they got the Fuldos. Yeah. Oh, did they say that? The unt- untested. Well, I mean, you have to kind of think that if you're going to do a mass production that you're going to have some prototypes. And okay. Evil doctors just don't have pregnant women to go stab and... <laughs> The follow up with later on, it's right. like, hey, how are you feeling after I attacked you with with a needle? <laughs> Have you been yeah. feeling nauseous? Has your brain f- been feeling a little funny? Like, probably not gonna work out that way. Yeah. So, so they got a stronger dose. Okay, that makes sense. Well, then that would make sense that he could do all those extra abilities. He's an OG. That's yeah. True. And he could hack into the computer system because they said that it has a nervous system. Nervous system. Uh, then uh, Ben tells him to find Kim, so he goes to the what looks like some sort of like hippie, yeah, hippie like kind of like the 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 Manson family or something. The uh, scanners, like okay. a, a compound, yeah, of- yeah. Uh, but yeah. like I thought that was cool how they were all becoming like one consciousness. Yes, yeah. yeah, that was cool. That was Again, like, Manson wow. family, lots of LSD, you know. <laughs> But those guys come in, those assassins come in and just, mm-hmm. wow. Wow. They don't, uh, they don't hold anything back. No, Mm-mm. they're just there to get paid, you know? Yep. I, I thought the effects on the gunshots were pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this oh. is where we find out that Kim is super powerful. She lights oh, those dudes on yeah. fire. She does. Yeah, yeah, she does set them on fire. I guess I was confused, like, how she's so unknown. Like, how is she so under the radar that Ruth, Dr. Ruth, doesn't just send him to the resistance? Like, why does he have to find his way into the resistance? Oh, right, right. Yeah, because she's clearly one of the powerful ones. Right. Yeah. You'd think he'd keep tabs on that, but... How about that uh, school bus, quote unquote, school bus? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the van with the school bus seats in it? <laughs> as soon as it said school bus on the side, I was like, that is not a bus. Yeah, no but it's, it had bus seats in it. Jeez. Yeah. Crashes into the record store. Yeah, which must have been expensive to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then one guy sneaks past everybody. They're trying to file everybody out. They go, they go in the basement, I guess. Yeah, they go down to basically the stock room. Yeah. So I did another dive into our trusted IMDb trivia source, and they said that this movie was a rushed production because uh, some of the funders needed 
the they were investing their money for tax write-offs. And so they had to get it done in like so many months before tax season. And so Cronenberg was still finishing the script while they were shooting. Oh, um, cool, cool. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> which, which I think happens more often than we think. But yeah. um, I just thought that was interesting. And then I was thinking like this, this bus crashing into this record store and you're like, well, I mean, I hope this makes it in the final cut. <laughs> yeah. I'm still writing. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens after this. Yeah. Is our, so I'm pretty sure this movie is filmed in Canada. Yeah, I think. Because um, there were lots of French words oh, on stores okay. and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, I think all of Cronenberg's movies, okay, that's what I was uh, at least in the, at least in the, his early movies were filmed in yeah. Canada. So my next note is scanning bad guy in stockroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly where we're at. Good yeah. job. <laughs> Thanks. I'm right on yeah. track. <laughs> right on track, bud. Right on track. Yep. He scans, scans a bad guy and then he ends up at the lab. Mm hmm. Uh, which I'm glad they explained later. Like he says, I infiltrated your lab or whatever. Because yeah. I was like, how did he get there? Like all of a sudden he's just like in a suit. Well, yeah. Well, he Must got have. the information from the guy. Yeah. From scanning the guy in the soccer room. Got the inside information of where Daryl is. And very convenient that Daryl had to work that day because it seems like he has a lot of free time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. To just like stand and stare at people. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Get a hobby. <laughs> no. That was his office day. Yeah. <laughs> then he goes back to tell uh, Dr. Ruth about Revic. And that's when like, Keller just gives himself away to Kim right away, which, come on, you're a terrible villain. You shouldn't trust me. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm a bad guy. <laughs> you haven't even gotten any information from her yet. Yeah. Dipshit. <laughs> Way to build trust there, buddy. Right, right. Uh, Keller shoots Dr. Ruth. And then they're trying to escape. And that's when she, it's really cool, like she turns into that guy's mom. That yeah. was just in his head, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But she's able to manipulate his brain to make him see some see stuff. Uh huh. Which is really cool because it's just an extra thing that you're finding out. Like mm-hmm. she can set people on fire, and she can, you know, yeah. do that. Dude, she basically yeah. has mind control and like energy control. Yeah. Why is there not like a whole series? I was thinking that and I feel Mm -hmm. like I looked something up and that there is going to be a series. I know. I mean, that would make sense. It's kind of like, yes, I mean, it's kind of like X-Men. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It is like X-Men. I was going to say she's like Dark Phoenix. Well, it reminds me of a podcast I just finished called like the Bright Sessions. Basically, they're all X-Men. They're all like, quote unquote, or I guess to use Marvel's term, they're all mutants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's an evil corporation and there's like evil scientists that want to weaponize these abilities or even weaponize these people for a private army to take over the world. Oh, like, okay. So yeah, that's cool. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it for that. It was like, this went from, from the first scene, seeing somebody just like, bumming in the mall um <laughs> you're like whoa this guy 
intense really quick in this <laughs> this yeah. last two hours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did anyone else notice the lazy attitude of the computer scientist who had to like shut down the program? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a, it says we can't. Just, so we can't do it. Uh, there's it. nothing we can do. But <laughs> but a person could access it through the phone if they have the right uh, code. <laughs> You know, the what? whole system. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You're you're a fucking professional, and you can't get into your own fucking computer. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. We can just yeah. dial it and beat in there. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, I suppose somebody with the red access code could get in through the phone. <laughs> oh yeah, that's funny. I, I feel that. like there's a scene in the office when Michael and Pam are starting, and Ryan's with them at this point. They're starting Michael Scott Paper Company. And they're running out of money and they're at like their accountant and they're like, did you crunch the numbers? And he's like, yeah, (laughs) he's like, you guys don't have any money. And she's like, (laughs) she's like, could you just like crunch those numbers again? And so he like rolls his eyes and he kind of just like moves his hand across the keyboard. (laughs) Like Hits hits the space bar or something. And he's like, yep, still the same. That's that's how I felt that computer scientist guy was acting. He's like, Keller's like, try again. And he's like, I know. Okay. He like, try again. <laughs> types like, try again. Access ripe program. Oh, it's yeah. Just... Same thing. Yeah. Sorry. He, he does get in through the phone. Not because he has the right access code, but because he's a scanner. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'm locked out of the system, Keller. But, uh, Someone could get in through the phone if they had the code. Um, someone could also use telepathy to get in through the phone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the one guy's like, yeah, see, nothing's happening. And then his computer blows up. Yeah. <laughs> and then like Keller was like standing in the middle of that room. and But he blew up. He blew up. And it looked like <laughs> the effect looked like when a magician drops like a smoke bomb. Yeah. <laughs> like disappears. <laughs> yeah. So like they they said like oh pretty sure Keller died when you blew up the thing but who knows maybe Keller was a magician maybe but they do show his dead body like under a bunch of debris oh do they I yeah don't know. I didn't catch that uh, it's it's fairly brief but yeah they they show him so they go to the doctor because he's why he's they- injecting them he's injecting pregnant women yeah with ephemeral oh. oh. And we can guess that because the mom, there's like the lady that's pregnant there has a baby that can scan. Whoa. <laughs> My mind just got blown because what? I didn't pick up on any of this. What? I knew Zach. that like the baby scanned her. Kim was like, I was just scanned by a baby. Um, yeah. But man, I did not. Wow. Okay. I didn't make the connection that. I thought I was having a hard time paying attention this week. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do a good job with this one. <laughs> and it's so good. Look at all of the things that yeah. you missed. Mm-hmm. But you still liked it, right? Without knowing what the fuck was going on? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's well, good. That's my good. next note here was ephemeral is creating new scanners. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's so my next note. So they're making a good job. It's like, <laughs> yes. And then the next rise. <laughs> It's all in the next scene. They explain all of that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it's he goes in the, the the big reveal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they they trank them and they tra- they take them back to Revik's office, I guess. 
Yeah. Which is conveniently, he has a contract with his father's company and his father has no idea. Like, (laughs) yeah, he's like, I stay out of, I stay out of their business now. Oh, that's right. He like sold the company. Yeah. To Consact. But he's still Mm -hmm. working for Consact. Yep. And somehow... Somehow his son is like like nepotism or something, unknown nepotism. Like his son is now just leading the company instead. Yeah. 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 He's not like <laughs> it's not like he got a job as like a security guard and he's did that <laughs> and Dr. Yeah, he's like, like the president oh, of the company. You work here? Hey son. <laughs> they see him like <laughs> they see him in the cafeteria and he's like, Oh, I didn't know you worked here. But he's like, Yeah, De- Revic has got like a huge part in this company. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, this was the big reveal. We find out that they're brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get a very cool telepathic fight. Scatter <laughs> Oh, you know what part we you know what part we didn't talk about? What is did when we talk about? Dr. Ruth takes him in to scan that guy who can like control his own heart. Yeah, the actual oh, yeah. psychic their sparring thing. Yeah, and then his heart yeah. beats like so fast. Yeah, they <laughs> He fucks him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I thought his heart was going to like explode out of his it head. It was like he had four Red Bulls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about this scanner fight. Uh, Casey, yeah. what did you think of the effects? They were so cool. Yeah. All of it was so cool. I loved it. I loved mm-hmm. all the the applications that had the bladders in them that all the veins were filling up and mm-hmm. stuff. It was It was gross. Because when it first started, you know, a lot of times when something like that happens, you can see like a prosthetic on their face mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, something's going to happen. But those, it was so good at the beginning of that scene where they yeah. just weaseled their way on up in there. Yep. Um, oh God. Oh, they started in his arms. You see him in yeah. his arms yeah. first. Yeah. Oh God. And, face. and then he's like missing a chunk out of his eyebrow too. <laughs> like next to his eye like rip he just like rips a piece of his face off yeah oh dude but veins i can't do it i don't even like saying the word vein Ugh. yeah but that and th- tendon you really like that word <laughs> so gross tendon? yeah very very cool i loved yeah. the, i loved the it the looked effects. very natural like yeah it was nasty yeah and then he started ripping off his own face yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was weird. Like, why did he do that? I don't know. I think he was trying to scratch it. <laughs> I thought Daryl was telling him to do that. Oh, yeah. He may, maybe. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, yeah. I'm not. It's like, uh, stop hitting yourself or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Claw your eyes out. Oh, his yeah, eyes I explode. Like yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was nasty. Yeah. And then you see that burnt, there's like a burnt body that looks yep. very alien. Um, uh, it looks mean, like a mummy, like dehydrated. It yeah, it does. Which would mm-hmm. make sense because if you're, if you're, if you're burning. Well, you yeah, know? he said he's going to suck, suck his body dry or whatever, suck him dry. Yeah. So that yeah. makes sense. But yep. So then they like merged. Was that really Cameron inside of Revic's body? I don't know. Because the scar was gone. 
Yeah. And so it's like, or was it Revic inside Cameron's body? And his eyes were the color of Cameron's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. David Cronenberg, man. And then it just ended. And then it just yeah. ends. Like, like, like <laughs> the just, like... just ends. Like the fly just ends. <laughs> yep. That's yeah. what he does. Cameron just like pushed that mind out. He's like, this is my home now. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a hermit crab. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's mine. Uh and that's it. That's scanners. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think it's time to go over our favorite reveals? I mean, do we have to? Not really. There's really only one that we can talk about. <laughs> the head explosion. That's right. There are a lot of like cool reveals in general, but that's like the coolest mm-hmm. monster reveal because you don't know it, you know. Because at that point, too, I mean it's the very beginning of the movie. But the guy that looks like he looks like Dennis Rader. Do you know who that is? BTK? He was a serial <laughs> I don't. <killer>. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean that that guy does kind of look like he could be a serial killer. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he's the he's the one that says he's going to scan everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the the guy that the only volunteer that they have is the one that actually blows his head up. So yeah. Oh, that was the fifth. That was yeah. That was the fifth scanner that I couldn't remember earlier. Was oh, the first oh yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. he wasn't a very good one. No. Well, he wasn't expecting that. You know. That's true. Well, now I think it's time for the How I Met Your Monster Conspiracy Theory of the Week. You're telling me that NASA is going to kill the President of the United States for living our place. Not exactly the kind of thing a Secret Service agent can like just throw himself on top of. The whole Vietnam War was fought over a bit. Howard Hughes lost to Aristotle O'Nassi. The third issue this year, Conspiracy Theory. How Dr. Ruth was like, I have a way with them or I have a connection with them um, or a way with scanners in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe he created this ephemeral. We found out he made he made ephemeral. What if he has the connection with all of the scanners because ephemeral was made from like his DNA? What? And so linked them all together. I thought you were going to say that they're all his babies. <laughs> that, sorry, I mean, he his could've... poor wife's vagina. Well, no, I mean, well, no, he just got get other, other yeah, other women people. pregnant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not all. Yeah, uh, she didn't have two hundred and thirty children. <laughs> the way I know that I'm safe, he doesn't even think about like, oh, sleeping with another person is an option. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, yes, his DNA is in the. So, yeah, like his DNA is in the ephemeral to these babies. So it's like a a big old leash, like, or like a bunch of balloons or something. He's like, he's like Daniel Radcliffe walking all those dogs. Exactly. Exactly. It's probably one of the most solid conspiracy theories we've had. (laughs) I think so. Now it's time for a segment that I like to call The Real Monster. Run, 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 as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man! You're a monster! I'm not the monster here, you are. You and the rest of that fairy tale trash poisoning my perfect world. Now tell me, where are the others? Eat me! All right, I'm going to go first this time because I'm okay. not very happy with my real monster. So I just want to get it out of the way. Okay. Um, 
the white suits that the guys were wearing in, <laughs> yeah. the, in the factory or whatever. Those white suits were the real monster. They were so goofy looking. Uh, but that's my real monster. What do you guys have? I have, uh, first of all, did you notice that Cameron was wearing a fur tie at one point? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it was brown and it looked like 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 a like like a poodle. It was weird. <laughs> Ew. Uh, yeah. And then also uh the doctors that were taking care of Daryl because um he drilled a hole in his head and didn't have any stitches. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. that's bad. <laughs> like yeah, just like he, an he open a, He put a napkin <laughs> yeah. with an eye like he, yeah. he colored yeah. an eye on. Like <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah, and they no just let that. Care at all. Yeah, they just let that happen. So yeah, that's what I have. <laughs> that's it. Nice. Nina, what do you got? Um, everybody in this freaking movie is a monster. <laughs> there are. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, well, do you guys have anything else to add about scanners? Nope. Okay. No. Nope. Well, then that's all the time we have for scanners. Well. See you later. Well, <laughs> see you later. Uh, Casey, where can our listeners find you on social media? I'm on Instagram at WolfMotherCasey. All right. And you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Zach Winsick. Um, if you're enjoying the show, we always appreciate ratings and reviews. You can head to ratethispodcast.com slash monster to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. Um, and check out our website, howimetyourmonster.com, where you can listen to the show and even check out some uh, cool merchandise on TeePublic. Make sure to join us next week, where we will continue our David Cronenberg celebration with Videodrome, um, a really cool movie starring an actor who isn't really cool in real life, but he's good in Mm-mm. the movie. So. <laughs> no, sure um, is not. We're talking to you, James Woods. Get it together, man. Nina? Thank you for joining us to talk scanners from the closet. (laughs) Well, thanks for having me. So as always, thank you all for listening. Now go meet some monsters. (laughs) 